Hola, mi gente, and welcome to another episode of 831 Comadres, where, where nothing's, nothing's off the table cuando estás entre comadres. We are coming to you from Salad Bites Media Studios in beautiful Old Town Salinas, Salinas California. California. Oh, and the comadres <laughs> are in studio with a guest. What, what? With the compadre over here. <laughs> Introduce <laughs> yourself, please, guest. I'm Dr. Anthony Olivas, born and raised in Salinas. I love that. What? I, a doctor up in here. Uh, we got a doctor in the house. Yo, <laughs> a brown doctor. Yes, uh, the best kind. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us, Anthony, what kind of doctor are you before we get? Are you a love doctor? I'm a doctor of chiropractic. So, you know, I, <laughs> I blow those backs out. Uh, for a living, y'all. <laughs> he had a few, too on valentine's day which i heard i was one of them <laughs> had to adjust some people little, after uh you know after a day or before <laughs> for the night you know <laughs> hey that's true i never thought of that you got to get people limber right yeah, yeah. go get a chiropractic adjustment you know get some appropriate <laughs> When have you ever know, known comadres right? to be PC and or appropriate? Rated G over here, right? <laughs> okay. All of a sudden. <laughs> I kid, I kid. I kid. So we really wanted to have Anthony on the show because, you know, he's going to hook us up with some free adjustment. Not just kidding. <laughs> See no, how this works. <laughs> See how this works. Nah, just kidding. Actually, Anthony and the Comadre Frenchie go back, way back, right? Tell way us back how- in those days, beer pong days. Yep. But when now we're mer- mature. See how I act. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> today? Sorry, guys. It's been a long day. But anyways, yes, I have known. Anthony, it sounds so funny, Doctor Levis. But I love it. I'm known for whew, how many years? More than ten years. From those church days, you know, when oh, you're, yeah, a cry you're, baby. you're such a crybaby. <laughs> cry <laughs> it's a story, but yeah, we maybe we'll hear yeah, about it. No, we won't hear at about some that. point in the okay, <laughs> maybe we won't. But, um, Dr. Olivas is here on the podcast with us because he has a really amazing story about he how he came to mm-hmm. be a doctor, a really inspiring story. And as you know, that's something that we're always trying to highlight, um, and of course, uplift our exactly. community, and that's something that we have in common with Anthony is, you know, the willingness and the want to uplift this community. So we're going to start from the very beginning. Tell us about the day you were born. What star were you born under? No, just yeah. kidding. <laughs> what sign are you? Oh, you're a cap. We went through yep. this. Yeah. Because yes. you just, yeah, he's a Capricorn. Capricorn. So you're stubborn. I am. Yeah, you, you are. are. Why do you think I went to school for so long? Just uh, right? Stubborn. Yeah, because yeah. you're stubborn. You yeah. want to achieve. You want to get it right. Yeah. That's what you are. But are you originally from Salinas? Born and raised in Salinas. Yes. yes. Nice. I love that. And uh, where'd you go to school? Where'd you elementary school? Sherwood Sharks. What's up? Sherwood Sharks. I, yeah. I went to Roosevelt. I'm a Roosevelt Bear. You know. Yeah. <laughs> we used to kick your butt in basketball. It's cool though. It's cool. We saw. We saw. <laughs> um, and then you graduated from Salinas High, correct? Salinas High. All right. All right. We're cool there. Go Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was a middle school Bronco. You know, Washington Broncos. You know. Right. Go Broncos. Yeah. <laughs> you are <Yeah>, silly. <laughs> But tell us about, you know, kind of your life growing up in Salinas, because that's really where your story starts, right? It, it actually really starts with your dad, because yeah. I know that he's a huge inspiration for you and a big part of your story. So why don't you kind of take so, us way back and take us to the beginning? My dad, <laughs> born in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, you know, he immigrated here in what, when he was 15, 16, 17 years old. Yeah. He used to teens. work in the field. He was grinding. Had a couple kids. Had me when he was 24 years old. Had my brother when he was 27. He had four kids by the time he was 27, and he decided to go back to school. And just because he wanted to better his life, he wanted to, he wanted to, he wanted to be able to provide a better life for us, and that's what he did. And that's he's like one of the hugest inspirations for me mm-hmm. because I wanted to be. I use him as an inspiration because he came from a country and learned a complete new language, went back to school after having kids and everything. And if he could do all that while having kids going back to school and everything why can't i do it when he made my life a little bit easier and let me focus on school oh my god that made me want to tear up a little bit to be honest with you that's beautiful anthony that's super dope and i i think a lot of our listeners too you know that identify as you know latinx individuals right we come from a very similar you know kind of background right similar story different country but when i was growing up when my best friend growing up um 
was Filipino. And I remember us having so many similarities. And after going to college and like realizing like, you know, we were both colonized by Mm -hmm. the same people, like why we have so many similarities. similarities. Yeah, even in the language. It's like Joe Koi says. (laughs) The Filipinos are the... um, the Hispanics of Asia? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he says too, yeah. Have you seen Joe Coy? Yes. Oh my God, motherfucker. <laughs> well, it's true because you guys were both, well, we were both colonized by the Spaniards, yeah. right? So again, yeah. it's reflective even in like, you know, the language, the language that's spoken. And I mean, look at your last name, Olivas. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It was, yeah, actually, one of my best friends and my daughter's godmom, her <laughs> maiden name is Ramos, and she's Filipino as yeah. well, born in the Philippines. So it's mm-hmm. like, and I'm like, dude, it's, it's crazy, you know, all those same last names and stuff like that. So it was your dad that really, you know, inspired you to seek to higher education yeah. and really grind. So tell us about, because I know that you have a BA, right? So um, where did you go to school for your bachelor's so degree? My bachelor's degree, I got a bachelor's of science in kinesiology, exercise physiology. Tight. Mm-hmm. I was, I kind of bounced around when I was like picking a degree. I went from like biology, chemistry. Well, you Those sound real hard. I, I, was, I was bouncing around. <laughs> I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I was like biology, chemistry. I, I bounced to business. I went back to, and then I found kine- kinesiology, which is like sports related. Yeah. And, like, I can relate to that because I kind of did sports in high school. Mm-hmm. You kind of. That wasn't the best. Boy, shut up. You know you did. Be quiet. I I, I did sports in high school. I did, like, freshman football. I did ran cross country. I did track for four years. I wrestled for four years. Mm -hmm. I'll say you wrestled. I remember that. Yes. That's cool. Those are just things that I I like to do. And after, like, bouncing around so many, like, different majors, different different degrees, I figured the most relatable thing was sports. And when I could learn about what I put my body through and I could relate to that, like, oh, I did this when I was Mm -hmm. in high school, middle school, and... That's what I put my body through, and that's why my body reacted like that. That's some, just something that so intrigued me. you tie me. everything together, basically. I just see. like the movement-based aspect of learning about movement and why my body moves the way it does and how your body's a kinetic chain. That's what, like what intrigued me, and that's what drew me to my profession of finding chiropractic. And the way I found chiropractic was I was like six months from graduating school. Mm-hmm. From Fresno? Yeah, from Fresno. I was okay. six months to graduate from Fresno. I went up to my counselor. I said, hey, what could I, higher education, what could I do with my degree? I want to go to higher education. I have my, my this is my GPA. I'm kind of a nerd, but kind of not. I, I like to have fun. <laughs> you know, I, I, Jackie knows I always have fun. Yeah. I make the most out of every situation. I always have fun. I'm always smiling, always yes, laughing. Yes, you are. Uh-huh. Yeah, but you sit in the front of the class and actually take no, notes, right? Smart. <laughs> I can say I, that I, for I sit, real. I sit, I sit in the back of the class and. Oh, right. That's and, just me then. Never mind. <laughs> I sit in the back of class, act like I don't know what's going on, and I act dumb. But when the teacher calls me and asks a question, I'm able to able to answer it. Yeah, nice. Because you're on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You act like you don't, but you. Are, I yeah. remember. <laughs> I yes. So what you're saying is you had a pretty solid GPA. Yeah. <laughs> so I got to play sports. He had yeah. to. <laughs> yes. So I got I got a list of I I actually I am getting a list of things of what I could do is like for higher education, what I mm-hmm. could do if I want to get my master's or whatever. I was just going through that list of things. Luckily, chiropractic was like number five or six on the list. Oh, really? I'm sure it was in alphabetical yeah, order. It was in alphabetical <laughs> order. It was in alphabetical order. It was number five or six on the list. I was like, I've never seen a chiropractor before. I'm going to go shadow him. I shadowed the chiropractor. He was like one of the coolest doctors that I ever met. Like, like just the doctor-patient relationship. He was able to, to talk to people. He was able to relate to them. It just like have a therapeutic talk with them experience and then, and, everything. And, and then he was able to explain everything why he's doing everything and then he, he got them better and i've never seen a doctor's office where everybody walks out feeling better and that's like just something that i thought was like the coolest oh, that's so thing cool. ever dang that's joe i don't even i don't even know the doctor's name anymore but he's one of the reasons why i got into chiropractic <laughs> whole reason here is because he made people feel good and that's what you want at the yes okay i love that that's what you took away from that experience right because like when we talk when we think about medicine here and like you know the western world right and like in in the united states pop that pill pop that exactly and that's mm. not and i'm sure you can you know relate to this as being you know filipino american right it's like our elders that's not the way for them right it's like nah like i'm sure there's some tea like there's some sort of massage some therapeutic up in there yeah exactly did y'all y'all do that with vix with latinos with oh man yeah, Vicks everything. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, shoot, the, the Joe Coy thing. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. See, I love. We can reference to him because he always talks stuff about that. <laughs> That's so funny. I didn't. 
I'm sure I've seen it, but it's just not. Oh, I'll show it to you. You know it's what I mean? Funny. Like clicking in my head yeah. right now. Rem- Pump it up on Netflix right now. Where's yeah. the <laughs> <laughs> No, but I'm, I didn't know. I I didn't know that, you know, Filipinos like use Vicks like yeah. that too. Like Mexican folks do. It's, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> do Pretty you, much we're tied all together. Yeah. That's the thing. Like what? He said, we have quinceañeras. You guys have what? Cotillions. What is it? Naboo. There we go. When you're 18, you're right? 18 and 21 yeah. for the guy, or mm-hmm. 18 for girls, 21 for guys, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't. 21 for the guys. Yeah. yeah. Like that. For or, girls, or, it's oh. cotillion, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, and then like we have quinceañeras. Yeah. And then we have what we all share baptisms, yeah. basically, but obviously. Mm-hmm. And then what else? Veeks. That's one we share. We have our last names, basically. There you go. Mm-hmm. Samos, we're family. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Pretty much. But yeah getting back to it like yeah no like our our folks are really about that of like taking pills and like stuff like that that's very much like western culture right so i'm glad that you know you got to have that experience of you know shadowing some someone is that something that you would like highly recommend to people who are thinking about going into these different professions i would because like my whole thing was i wanted to be a pharmacist going into fresno like i thought about pharmacy 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 I, I, I was gonna ask you yeah. what you wanted to be in the because I I mean sorry to interrupt but I was a pharmacy tech for yeah. like five years. I would always talk about me wanting to be a pharmacist because it's a legal drug dealer. I mean that's what I would say. Yeah. Like I just pass out drugs <laughs> illegally. That's yeah. what I would say. Yeah. And then I, I shadowed a pharmacist, and it's like you're standing behind a desk. You're not. Inter- you're hardly interacting with people. And you're Depending just, on the pharmacist, yeah. I'm being. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I thought I thought that was like the boringest thing ever. I was like, I can't do this for the rest of my life. And yeah. Being yeah. a chiropractor, you're like, like even being a dentist, you're like you can't really talk to people because your hands are in their mouth. <laughs> yeah. And then as as a chiropractor, I get a I get to relate to them. I get to talk to them before they go face down. I can still talk to them. I don't have any hands in their mouth. I'm able to tell them if anything feels uncomfortable, I can stop. Like I I explain everything pretty good, and mm-hmm. and I thought that was the coolest thing that I could just like have a conversation without like interrupting them without my hands in their mouth. I could actually have patient people. Um, interaction and things like that yeah how many different professions did you shadow because it sounds like you shadowed the pharmacy so you, yeah. yeah you so as a pharmacist you started with pharmacist right yeah i did certified personal trainer i didn't want to be a trainer my whole life like a coach or and then in high school i really because I, I kind of feel like you could have been one of those like male instagram motto hoes you I'm know tra- what i mean <laughs> now i'm trying to be like that you know <laughs> I'm about to just start taking my shirt off everywhere. Right? <laughs> just like, do. you know, Never like mind. showing off the guns or whatever. Like, I mean, I'm just saying. Never mind, Jackie. Jackie's talking about high school. Jackie's talking about high school. Yes. She's going back to the high school days. I could totally tell. together. Anyways. He still talks shit when he beat me in beer pong. That's why. Y'all are too much. Sorry. Okay. And then what came clutch when like job shadowing, I thought it was super easy because like in Salinas, like we're the only one of the only school districts that is like um, community service hours or you could just job shadow people. Mm-hmm. So like that's where I like I based my job shadowing skills from and be able to ask people questions when I'm shadowing. So I thought that was cool. Like some people just like get their community service hours written off, but I actually took mine serious and I, I job shadowed coaches. I job shadowed people at the hospital. I job shadowed here and there. Oh, and that's, that's what that's something that from selena's what selena's brought me to college i use that in college just to shadow people and that's something that yeah, I, I was gonna I ask you because mm-hmm. i'm like yo like you know coming from like immigrant parents and like being first gen and stuff like that like i know i was like a first generation you know college student or whatever like no one told me how to fill out my fafsa or yeah. anything mm-hmm. like that like job shadowing i'm like fuck where'd you who t- who taught you that <laughs> <laughs> it, it was I still talk to her today by high school counselor, Miss Bowling. Shut up. You still do? I still talk to her. I text her randomly. I just texted her. She said, send me an email. I send her an email and like we conversate. That's is she so still dope. there? She is. Shit. That's tight. Yeah. So I, I keep in touch with her and like she helped me with when I had a breakdown right before I leaving the school when I had a lot of things going on. She helped me with my fastest. She helped me with everything. Oh, that's dope. Super awesome. That's cool. I like yeah. that. But I, I, I get to call her Leslie now because my title's higher than hers. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I love that. Like, no matter where we go, like you, you could be doctor, whoever you want to be. But like the Selena saying, you ain't never going to come out of you, homie. Like that's it. when you're born and raised here. There's just a certain swag that you carry yeah. with you no matter where you go. That's like for sure. That is for sure. It's our do. sauce. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. mm. <laughs> and you know what? I love also like coming, being back and like, you know, doing things 
things right and like people who you know like kind of looked down on you before or they thought like oh this person ain't going nowhere they ain't gonna do nothing you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then they come back and that's, like see you or whatever that's and you're like oh that's, that's a doctor like, that's like all the girls right now they're like oh what do you do oh you're a doctor oh i'll give you play now like you're too good for me in high school and all of a sudden you're sliding my dms now (laughs) it all comes full circle don't it (laughs) it always all comes we'll talk about that after after the show we'll talk about one (laughs) i feel like frenchy knows exactly i know exactly who you're talking about (laughs) oh my god so you started okay like we said sorry see that's how the comadres is here like we just get off track over everything but that's that's that makes us fun but anyway so you started out with pharmacists and you did the whole training the coach and so when you found the chiropractor, that's just like you said, you were just hooked on it. Like, this is way for sure. Yeah, I didn't even get treated by him. I just saw how he interacts with people. I mm-hmm. saw how he helped people. And I've never seen everybody walk out of a doctor's office feeling good. But I saw everybody walk out of that chiropractic office feeling better than they did when they walked when in. When they walked in. Yeah. That's tight. Yeah. That's so, cool. And I think, too, like, it's gratifying. Or was it gratifying for you to see, like, that instant? Yeah, that instant relief. Yeah. And then there's always that doctor doctor patient like respect where they mm-hmm. could, and they, they could come talk to you about any little thing to the to having a baby like ma- major yeah. milestones in your life to just like oh having a bad day and yeah. able to just vent to you and like that's just something that mm-hmm. i thought was pretty cool yeah, yeah. like th- on monday awesome. i went with him so because i've been having back uh, problems and then you told me a story i told you because we've been trying to get pregnant yeah. me and pat and was this the same doctor you shadowed that you always oh, a no. different a different it doctor? A, it, it was a different doctor. I, oh, I, it was okay. after I graduated chiropractic scholar and I was working under her license. Oh, okay, okay. And she was telling me stories and then we saw it happen and she she was having tears of joy with with the patient and I was just like sitting in the room like I'm really making a difference in people's lives. Oh, I like it's because this, you know, they well, say, tell us a story, okay, y'all. Tell, them, tell, them, tell a story. Okay, tell well, story. <laughs> <laughs> to, okay. <laughs> so basically, it's like he was telling me the story where this girl was going for four to five months to get adjusted from her back. It hasn't been scientifically proven, but we've heard through, you know, our elders, whatever you the pop grapevine. the grapevine, that if you get your back adjusted, I'm like, you know, sovadas, mm-hmm. there's always like a tick maybe in there somewhere and you that helps you get pregnant throughout like, you know, your Sti- journey. Stimulates something. Stimulates, yeah. Okay. So I guess homegirl here was going four to five months. She comes back with a positive test and he got oh. to like witness that. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, again, like, you know, like our sovadas, what we do, you know, mm-hmm. all here also popping back so like yeah. it helped too so yeah. hopefully fingers crossed over here it helps me out i just feel like i just to kind of explain that a little bit more for people who you know don't necessarily understand it like in a lot of especially in an um indigenous cultures or you know people who still hold a lot of their indigenous practices Mm -hmm. they believe in a lot um a lot in alignments right and so that is what it is related to Mm -hmm. that's where the the you know wisdom or the knowledge comes from right is that (coughs) once you get certain for example we'll we'll use this just to kind of put it into some sort of like context right like your chakras right maybe this person was not getting pregnant because their chakras were in a line so when you go and you get chiropractic adjustments and you're able to become more in alignment with your body that allows you to manifest Mm -hmm. you know the blessing that you were wanting right exactly Mm -hmm. connecting right and so that's where that sort of comes from so when we're like oh like you just kind of get so bad certain people are like what chiropractic adjustments get you pregnant bitch that don't make no type of sense (laughs) like like, wait 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 wait. back it up a little bit what we're trying to say is see like doing things like that that would get you into alignment we feel as you know indigenous peoples that that helps you to you know expel your body of like blockages and things of this nature right so that you're able to manifest the things that you want in your life because these um, are practices that our ancestors have done correct down the line now look at us here Mm -hmm. we're still doing them exactly it's so beautiful yeah <laughs> so i know back back to the story <laughs> so you went to school in fresno at fresno state then you were like all right cool graduated nice 
high up their GPA and you were like, what's my next step? You found this field of, you know, chiropractic work and you're like, you know, here's what it is. So what's the next step after that? What if someone is out there right now in college and they have their chemistry major or biology or kinesiology and they're like, well, what the fuck do I do? Yeah, what's next? Because it's time to pull up um, Dr. Google and do your research, right? (laughs) That's what I did. So after I graduated from Fresno, I kind of was leaning towards chiropractic. I started doing research on different schools, and I really fell in love with um, Palmer West in San Jose. It's like Mm -hmm. more sports school. You learn more about, you focus more on movement, and I I like taking, and that's where I wanted to take focus the human bo- uh, movement in the human body in a sports approach. And that's what I kind of do in my own practice. Nice. I did the research. I liked that school. I went to go check the school out. I applied. I got in. They wanted me to start, I think, after I graduated. They wanted me to start in September. I was like, is there any way I could start earlier just so I could finish like a couple months earlier? Mm-hmm. So I started Dang. I started three months earlier. I started. Um, Mr. Achiever over here. <laughs> yeah. July, <laughs> J- July 2016, I started school instead of September 2016. You did in 2016? Yeah. Dang, dude. Just was like yesterday, I saw you in all those pictures. Every time you finish a semester, there's yeah. a picture of all your groups. That's yeah. what I would notice. Yeah, a red hoodie, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when I was in school, when when Jackie got married, I I, I remember I, I was taking a, a I was in a two day seminar that weekend. So I went to the seminar in the Bay Area, came down, went to Jackie's wedding. <laughs> yeah. I I ended up having too much fun. I slept in Salinas. So I was supposed to drive back. <laughs> I think we all did that yeah. day. And then so so I I leave San I leave Salinas at like six thirty in the morning. I go to the seminar still in my wedding clothes, just <laughs> did you really? yeah. Everybody's like, How come you dress like that and why do you smell like alcohol? <laughs> You're like, you know what? I'm here. Okay. So That's I, all that matters. I, I paid for this. I'm gonna be here and just if I'm hungover, I'm gonna be here. I'm just gonna learn as much as I can. <laughs> and you sat in the back, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, now I get the sitting in the back, full circle. Love it. It makes sense. <laughs> did uh, did the fact that the school was it being closer to home was that something that appealed to you as well? It was because family is everything to me. Mm, it's yeah. always like I come from a really big family. My dad has there's eleven of them total, so there, there's um, seven boys, four girls, and mm. I have a lot of cousins, and I love my family. Yeah. yeah, like that's Jackie knows I do everything with my family. I like I like I have no friends. I just uh, you see me out. <laughs> I'm out with my brother. I'm out with my cousins. Just yeah. always, just all my cousins. I'm surrounded with. Like everyone says, it's weird that you're so close to your cousins, but my cousins are basically my my brothers and sisters to me. Who yeah. you grew up with? Yeah. See, you know what? Again, that's so similar to Latinos <laughs> because like exactly a lot of white no. people don't understand. Like when I went to I went to school in Los Angeles, and like there's a lot of like different you know people of different cultures out there. But like the, a lot of the white people didn't get it, and it wasn't until I made friends with Persian people that I was like, oh okay, y'all get it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's I don't know. There's something about like the family unit and the family structure that's like really sacred, and like so my mom my grandma raised 13 kids and so i got a gang of cousins too Mm. like a gang of cousins so when i was growing up it was like the same thing like i had one best friend and that was it you know everybody else was i was related to and so one downside to that is that you don't I don't know if I necessarily learned the skills of making friends until I was older. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I never had to learn to make friends or, mm-hmm. you know, like, and like people were like, oh, no one came to my birthday party. I'm like, yo, I could just invite my family. Yeah. And it's a like, gang of fucking here, kids. Exactly. Well, see, <laughs> you know what I I'm mean? I'm the only like, child. And then I grew up with two cousins and mm-hmm. that live with us. Who are a Filipino Mexican too? So that's why I'm like my little flipsican cousins. They're like my sisters, and when they see us together, like how are you guys related? I'm like we're family. Like I would. Yeah. It was hard to explain. You didn't have to explain, knowing that those are your cousins you grew up with. Same mm-hmm. thing. And I, I shit little cousins. The other thing too that's like. Well, like other cultures don't do this is like when we say like, oh, my family, like they think they mean they mean immediate family, like you, your (laughs) mom, your dad and your brothers. Like when I say like, oh, we're having a family party or like, you know what I mean? Like something like that. Or when I say, oh, my family, tickets for graduation. (laughs) Yeah, I need tickets for graduation for my family. I'm talking about a gang of motherfuckers. My mom, my dad, my grandma, my tío, my tía. And people are like, what? Like why? And I'm like, because they were they all played 
played a role mm-hmm. in helping me to get to this place. Exactly. When I win, they all win. Mm-hmm. I would target the white people so they get some tickets, you know. Yeah. I, I, would, know, I, would, I would know that they would have the extra. I'm like, hey, can, can I buy some tickets off Yeah, for yes. real. We had to do that back in the day, man. Yeah, because. Probably still until this day. <laughs> Stop. I'm not. Stop. Stop. <laughs> We're playing nice right now. <laughs> no, no. I'm just saying, yeah, it does still happen till this day. And mm-hmm. it's probably even worse now because my ex graduated during COVID. So imagine oh, yeah. with COVID restrictions as well. And then they broke the graduation into two separate ceremonies. So there was like the morning one and then there was like an oh, afternoon one. Yeah. So he didn't even graduate nephew, with like her all her, all his class. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and then with the whole COVID restriction or whatever, like it was stupid. It's but just, yeah. yeah. So when you're saying like, oh, I'm sure it still happens. People buying and selling tickets. Yes, bitch. That shit is still <laughs> happening. <laughs> Witness that. <laughs> I'm getting off my soapbox now. (laughs) But anyhow, so did you commute or did you live in San Jose? I lived in San Jose. I took the the extra money out because I would go to school like Monday, Wednesday, Monday through Thursday. I would go 745 to 530. And then Fridays I would go 8 to 330. And and then you have to stop to study outside of school. So I'm like, there's no way I'm going to commute an hour there, an hour back and be able to study. No. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> no, no, no. You guys, you thought it was an hour commute. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> it is, basically. Not in traffic, bitch. No, 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 no not in traffic. No. Uh-uh. That's Y'all like are forever. Silly. If you're leaving early enough in the morning, it's an I mean, hour there. In the morning, yeah, but when you coming back, leave like six thirty, seven o'clock. So Mm -hmm. you gotta you gotta work around the traffic schedule. Yeah, that sucks. Mm -hmm. But I mean, just roughly an hour. I'm like, I'm not commuting at all. I was like, I'd rather just take the extra loans out. Let me just focus grinding. Once I when I once I get get out of school, I'd go for like a little jog, go for a run, hit the books for. An hour and a half, two hours, eat dinner, eat, start studying again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was just on my grind. Dang. I'd rather just focus. I'd rather focus than having to fall back or. You were on it. Yeah. What? So after that, you started in June 2016, right? Yeah. So when did you graduate? So school was 3.25 years and it was school year round. So, so I was going to school for, I had eight weeks out of the year where I wasn't going to school for those three years. And I was going to school for the rest of those. And I graduated September, 2019. Damn. Damn. Were you on an accelerated program or this is just <laughs> chiropractic school? Oh, uh, it's um, usually it's four years, but this one was like an accelerated and you go to school year round. So okay. there's four quarters out the year. Each, each quarter has like, you either get one week off or three weeks off for winter and, in summer but then you're just grinding it the rest you're literally just going and going oh wow there's a lot of schools out there like that because i know someone who went to unitech for an from an out transition from an lvn to an rn and they did an accelerated program as well and it was the same thing just like grind 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 my little brother he just graduated he graduated from a an accelerated bachelor's of science and nursing program in Virginia. So he, and he did it in 15 months. And he had like 10 weeks off max, just like I did. And he, half of it was online because of COVID. And then half of it was, Oh, I'm some sure of it that's was he, extra you said difficult. He graduated, right? He graduated said, yeah, in yeah, December I did, okay. 2021. Mm-hmm. I did see that. So okay. what I know you mentioned at the top of the podcast that your dad had gone back to school when, you know, after he had you guys or whatever. What does your dad do for a living now? My dad shoots x-ray. She's an x-ray tech. Awesome. So, he, so you, your dad is an x-ray tech. You are a chiropractic doctor and your younger brother just graduated family, from an RN program. Practice there. Aye, that's dope. Yeah, so, and my mom works in the emergency room at Natividad. Damn, okay. <laughs> okay. So I, I've been around like the medical field yeah. my entire life. So oh. kind of, you know what's up. Yeah. And I love that all of that starts. Were there any other medical professionals in your family prior to your dad going into? I'm Filipino. It's It's either that or a nurse, right? I mean, I didn't want to be the asshole and just assume that. I have a lot of nurse ants that I kind of seen what they did. And I kind of wanted to follow in their footsteps or even go a little bit further and go higher education. Can I just say one thing really quick? One, and I'm not, okay, I'm getting back on my soapbox for just for a second. (laughs) I really hate the fact that, and a lot of 
countries like the Philippines, you know, Mexico, stuff like that. Like a lot of the schooling that we do over there doesn't translate to schooling here Mm -hmm. in the United States. I was just one of the last books that I just read. She, the author, her family migrated from Nicaragua and her father had a degree in Nicaragua, but it meant nothing here in the United States. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like things like that. Like, I know that that's very prevalent, too, in the Filipino community where like a lot of people who, you know, come migrate from the Philippines have degrees in nursing that they you know what I mean? Yeah. We're able to obtain in the Philippines, but then they have to go to school all over again to get like the white man's approval. You know what I mean? And again, I'm not going to get on my soapbox for that long, yeah, but that, I'm just that, saying that's, that's like something grandma, that happens. My, my grandma, she she got her nursing degree. She immigrated to the U.S. and she had to like retake every everything, test, every class, everything. Mm-hmm. And she had to learn a l- new language and and pass that NCLEX. And then one of the, my grandma's sister, my great aunt, she was like one of the people who um, like revolutionized nursing at Hartnell for the LVN program because they were like discriminating her and not letting her take the test because she was like a person of color and XYZ. And now she was like mm-hmm, one yeah. of the longest tenured um, LVN nurses at um, Memorial Hospital. And yes. she recently retired in like 2017, <laughs> but I'm getting patients who know my grandma and know my, my great aunt. That's and tight. They're like talking mm-hmm. to me about her, ask how she's enjoying retirement because she worked for over 50 years in the hospital. She probably delivered some of your friends that you guys know. She delivered a lot of my friends that. <laughs> Holy yeah. Wow, that's amazing. She, everybody always, they always bring it up, ask how she's doing. And she's like. Dang, so you come I from that, that legacy. That's beautiful. Yeah. Aw, friend. How, now wonder you grind so hard and you're so proud. You should be so proud. That's amazing. <laughs> I try to stay humble. I don't try to get big-headed. No, anymore. you are <laughs> humble. And I can say that you are humble. And I love the fact that you want to give back to Selena's yeah. too. Because like you said, you were born and raised here. You yeah. saw everything from the beginning, from your family to now. Mm-hmm. All the sacrifices they Yes, yeah. exactly. And that's a big thing. I've seen the struggle just when you want to buy something at the grocery store and they're saying no at a young age. I kind of I kind of accepted that. And I was like, I want to do better and be able to just build off their foundation that they gave me. That's dope. And my parents, like, they they did good with me. I mean, they kept me busy out of the streets. They kept me in all the Little League, YMCA, <laughs> Hartnell Little League, baseball, football, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And they just kept me busy. Karate. My dad has his black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. He can kick you up yeah. anyone's ass. <laughs> He, they kept me in karate year round. Just so when I was when I wasn't doing a sport, they would like keep, I would go to karate and they kept me busy like that. So that's super dope. I love you that. don't have any sisters, huh? I have an older sister, but oh, okay. I mean things yeah. kind of fell out. Oh, is that? Yeah. I was gonna say your dad's like you know you said he was like jujitsu like black or black belt and like yeah. <laughs> I'm like oh man if you had sisters your poor sisters. <laughs> I have an older brother, older sister, and a younger brother, but. Mm-hmm. And you're the middle, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a middle of, child, too. My sister kind of moved and just forgot about us. And Dang. Well, back to the happy stuff. <laughs> I know. So after graduation, um, did I mean, did you always know you wanted to come back and like, you know, actually, serve your community? I actually was hesitant to come back because like. <gasps> Why? Because it's like, it's like, oh, Salinas. Like I, like I was like, I was what, 27, 28 moving back. And I was like, oh, Salinas, there's nothing to do here. I thought I was going to live like that college life for the rest of my life. <laughs> like, li- live the city life, you know, like San Jose, coming from like Fresno where I could travel or San Jose where I'm coming from a big city. And yeah. there's always something to do. I'm like, Salinas there's nothing to do here but then i moved back here i was i, I wasn't licensed yet but i was working under a doctor who mm-hmm. under a doctor's license and i just refell in love with the area i was like i bought a camera i was going out shooting shooting camera like seeing everything from an, an adult perspective on life nice. and i just refell in love with the place and i was like i could see myself making an impact in this community yeah. i want to give back to the community that raised me i want to i want to disrupt the chiropractic scene here why because there's a bunch of other doctors who are doing are doing something completely different than I am. And I think I have a niche that I could, I could focus on and I could, I could change everything. That's super dope. What, what was it that made you fall back in love with the city? Do you think the most, like, was there something that really sticks out to you about, you know, it being different from when you came from back? the, like you said, the adult yeah. point of view. I, I think like not wanting to go out, not having to go out every weekend and just seeing how they're cleaning up Salinas with, what they're doing to downtown Salinas Mm -hmm. and looking at it at a different perspective of instead of going out, why can't I just be like the responsible one and just like enjoy the area and be able to go on hikes, going to Monterey or going to Monterey and seeing just like sitting in the ocean and just like sitting at the beach, watching the ocean. We're like 20, 25 minutes away. Exactly. Well, 30. (laughs) Yeah. There's nothing specifically that like made me fall in love with it, but just like, it's just soaking everything. It's like, 
my heart felt at ease. This is home for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I love that you brought up <clears throat> Old Town, too, because, like, I went away for college as well. Like, before, you know, I left, like, I feel like all the nightlife, like, happened in Monterey. Yeah. And, like, now coming back <laughs> home, like, I feel like the nightlife is here. in Salinas now, now. You know what I mean? Yeah, so like I, that, That's weird because I would, like, we'd go out and just, like, go hang out with my cousins. And, like, we're sitting around. So people want to sit with us. They, they say, I was like, hey, where are you guys from? They're like, oh, we're from PG. I was like, why don't you guys go to Monterey? They're like, there's nothing in Monterey. There's one bar in Monterey now, and everything's out in Salinas. So mm-hmm. we come here and we travel. But that It's used to, different yeah, now. Yeah, and that used to be us. We used to travel to Monterey every yep. weekend. And yeah, we used to, to be there. Yeah, I remember all that stuff? <laughs> exactly, man. We used to meet at someone's house. Okay, everyone's here. All right, let's dip out. Let's go. This is before Uber. Yeah. <laughs> someone, <laughs> someone had to be responsible. <laughs> Y'all are too much. <laughs> That's just the life we grew up on. Dang, dude. We were crazy so, kids. Uh, you now have your own practice? Finally, yeah. Yay. Yeah. I, I was patient. I was patient about it. I was like 2021. I was like growing, learning, and and I was working under a doctor and I decided to just full fully invest on myself. So all 2021, I was like, I was doing house calls, trying to figure out my style still. I was trying, I was practicing, figuring out my style, what I wanted to do in a treatment. Mm-hmm. And then I mm-hmm. came across a I was like just storefront searching, found a spot that was affordable that I could afford. And I like the mm-hmm. area. It's easy to say where I'm at when mm-hmm. I say my location. So tell us your location, doctor. I, 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 I'm in the same parking lot as the bowling alley right next to the, the mm-hmm. other the other uh, medical doctor right there. Okay, cool. So that's like an easy, easy give mm-hmm. on where I'm at. But I started taking in new patients February 1st, 2022. Nice. And I'm one of them. Hopefully, it'll go from here. Yeah, that's so cool. So, do you still continue to do house calls, or do you now only just practice out of your office? Now, I only just practice out of my office. It's more convenient. You're your own boss. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. So, tell us a little bit about what the, if someone who's out there listening, and I mean, we have a very big audience. So, you know, not just what you offer, but what should other people expect from like chiropractors when they go? What makes like a good chiropractor, right? Or a good visit for somebody? A good chiropractor, um, Dr. Anthony Oliva. <laughs> yes. <laughs> in the Speak your name into a room full of opportunities. You feel that. me? Yeah. Uh. Okay, Oz, you hear that? We need applause around that. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for the post edit. <laughs> But a, a good a, a good chiropractor shouldn't what what to avoid when you're looking for a chiropractor is a chiropractor who's not gonna expect you to go there once a week for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Okay, love that. That's so that, a, yeah. that's just something to avoid. Like like the some of the the new the new research are saying that you don't have to take X rays to see a chiropractor. That's like an old school old school to new school, and I'm more new school. Mm-hmm. And if your chiropractor doesn't show you exercises to work on yourself then they're trying to just like trap you in and go long term. Got you. So those are things that I would avoid and those mm-hmm. are things that So these are Dr. These are and PG, right? Big, <laughs> no, but think about it. Let's stop for a second and not lap this off because these are really big tips for somebody yeah. because these are a lot of the different ways that like our gente mm-hmm. in particular, you know, our people, why why we have that like thing in our you know cultures of like not wanting to go to doctors and what do they say oh no they're just trying to get money out of you motherfucker because these are the types of things that we deal with in western medicine Mm -hmm. right so i love that you come from yeah Yeah. you come from that background and now you're you know kind of debunking you know those myths or whatever right and letting people know like if this is what is happening like that's not a quality doctor that you should be seeing and i feel like that's across the board too like you know not just for chiropractors right like if you have a doctor that's going to expect you to consistently come back to them then they're just masking they're disabling you as a human being they're making you relying on that they're they're making just rely they're on not them. helping you yeah. they're making you worse and i feel like a lot of times in western medicine they just mask symptoms mm-hmm. instead of curing problems right yeah. disease or whatever it exactly, might be yep. you know so yeah i'm mean, again like huge y'all just got a fucking million dollars worth of game and i hope you picked <laughs> up all them gems yo <laughs> 
Yeah, for real. So now tell us about your practice in particular. What Walk us through like what the patient experience would be like. So I'm like a, I'm a movement-based doctor. Like mm-hmm. I want to see you move. I don't want to see you move better. And I don't want, I want to see you move without pain. Mm-hmm. So like roughly my treatment plans are between eight and 20 visits where I get you moving better. I get you feeling better. We create a solid foundation and then we start tapering you off of treatment. So you can start relying on yourself to do those stretches, do those exercises, do those core stability, hip mobility things that I want you to do. And then once we create that solid foundation of movement and moving pain-free and moving better, then I start tapering you off and we go from there. And I don't expect to see you one time a week for the rest of your life but you create enough proprioception or body awareness where if you start feeling tight your neck starts feeling tight or something you could pop into the chiropractic office and i could take care of you and i could use a different variety of tools such as cupping such as some adjustments some Mm -hmm. different uh, movement screenings and things like that nice you tell us how to stretch on your chair when you sit fucking eight hours (laughs) (laughs) and oh i love that so it's tailored to the type of lifestyle yeah. that your client lives, it sounds like. Yes. Nice. Um, and what doctor, in your expert opinion, <laughs> can you please tell us what age range is appropriate to see a chiropractor? I think it all depends on the person mm-hmm. because I've seen people from six months <laughs> old to I think my oldest patient when I was in chiropractic school was like 98. Oh, wow. So it, it all ranges Mm-hmm. It just depends on how severe the symptoms are, what what's really bothering you. If So if, basically anybody yeah. can come Any, in yeah. and benefit from chiropractic work. I think most recently I saw like a three-month-old and I was just holding him, like making sure, just like wellness check, make sure he doesn't have any congenital deformities or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've that, seen that on TikTok. Yeah. You can do that stuff like that on babies. I mean, I'm not over here just smashing a baby's back but it's like a, a lot a lot more gentle than yeah of course mm-hmm. well, not like you had me yeah. crack my neck on monday <laughs> shit man her neck exploded <laughs> it was if, amazing yeah did you hear do you are you one of those doctors that gets all those like asmr like <laughs> I'm, I'm working on it i'm working gonna on do that it. next time yeah. with me <laughs> right yeah. i'm gonna pull the camera out get the mic ready and everything yeah <laughs> there's you can find them like on youtube or whatever right and you hear all these like cranks and cracks and it's like that day yeah. like, my mom gets walk. a kick out of that she loves hearing all that and when i told her about you like cracked my neck like both sides she's like i missed it and i was like the <laughs> fuck i could have died mom <laughs> oh my god you're so dramatic <laughs> yeah, i know <laughs> oh it was man. amazing i loved it yes. so i felt good that's yeah. so yeah. cool and i know um that you're also very much about giving back to our community so tell us a little bit about how it is that you know you express your gratitude for the community that raised you oh it's gratifying just seeing like my friends coming to me and they're in pain and they walk out oh i feel better oh mm-hmm. i feel better oh i'm gonna tell my friends about you because like i've seen a chiropractor before but they never did this to me or xyz and it's like one of the most heartfelt things that I, I could do because I work so hard for my degree and I just want to see why I don't want other people to see what I work so hard for and when like when Jackie reached out to me and somebody posted oh do you know Anthony Levis oh, yeah. like because <laughs> I posted on like hey I need chiropractor like oh yeah tell on your me. Instagram and right? I didn't know if he was practicing now or it was still doing it because he has an Insta which we'll yeah. get to that later he has an Instagram page and he wasn't posting as much so I was like what the hell is he still doing it like I don't have his number I don't want to like be all awkward like hey bro yeah. like remember me you know <laughs> so someone said like hey I don't know if you remember Anthony if you like him or if you you know who he is and I'm like I think I know who he is and it was a picture of me and him at our wedding yeah. at my wedding at our wedding <laughs> <laughs> at my wedding <laughs> and I was like I think I know him yeah <laughs> so, Oh, yeah, I reached out to him, right? But yeah, so. And it just so happens that he started accepting new yeah. patients. See how First things time. align? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Do you accept insurance? I do not. So I'm I'm solely cash-based. I mean, insurance is too much of a hassle for a one-man band right now. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't have a front desk or anything. I'm running everything by myself. So okay. slowly but surely, I'm getting there. But you're not yeah. expensive. I am not. I no. wanted to be as I wanted to be as affordable for... The community that I'm in, I know I'm not appealing to the the um, PG folks, the Carmel folks, but the com- mm-hmm. I know the community that I'm in, and I know that it, it's an affordable price for them. Yes, mm-hmm. it's all about um, accessibility. I yeah. feel yeah. like, and yeah, that's something that is really important. Plus, I mean, 
our folks are used to pain in Canada. <laughs> I mean, that's just kind of how yeah, we yeah. are anyway, right? Do you want to say how much you start out or? So the first visit is like an initial exam. So I have to do an exam just to rule everything in out just so to make sure chiropractor is safe and I don't do anything where I shouldn't be doing. And that's $80. That usually is like. 30, that's nothing. Yeah, 30 yeah. minutes. And then every visit after that's $45. Nice. And I do a lot more than other chiropractors here than just adjust. I do like some cupping. I can do taping. I do some skin scraping, but I do adjust head to toe. You do skin scraping? Yeah. Oh, scary. (laughs) 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 He did the cupping on me. I've never had that done. I thought I was going to not die, but it felt When I went to Beijing, I had it done, but they just did one. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm cool on everything. (laughs) I was like, no, I'm cool. Thanks. I I even told him one because, okay, another thing I loved about Dr. Olivas over here is that he explains literally everything what he's doing. Mm. Like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I love that. Does that that feel awkward? I'm going to stop. Does that hurt? And I love that because when I did go to a chiropractor long, long time ago, he didn't do that. He didn't explain. He was like, okay, relax, adjust. Okay, you're good. I was like, the fuck? That was it? Like, nah, bro. I don't like that. <laughs> I've gone to see a chiropractor and I know that you're in trouble or it's like, not you're in trouble, but it's like when they start asking you to take a uh, deep breath, I'm like, all right, bitch. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. All right. I'm on the ride now. <laughs> sorry, I said a little bit. <laughs> yeah, just like loosen up, shake it all out, get the jitters out. Like yeah. it's about to go down. Yeah. Like, yeah. Once they start asking you, take a deep Deep breath in and blow it all out and i'm like oh no. something's coming <laughs> i don't know what's gonna happen the butt's gonna pop or something yeah. else gonna pop dude no the other thing too is like um <laughs> i love well i i when i lived in los angeles i had a great chiropractor i love to go and see him and i was in a car accident so I saw him for like 12 weeks or something like that and then I would go like once a month just to you know have a good little adjustment or whatever right but like dude he would put you in these crazy ass like pretzel ass twists and stuff like that (laughs) and I'm just like what the fuck and then he'd like you know it was funny because they kind of like I don't know what it's called, like what the appropriate term is, but they'll kind of use their weight to get it to crack, right? So then they kind of get up on top of you a little yeah, bit. Like, Boy, I just met you. Just <laughs> and they're like, take a deep <laughs> breath. <laughs> but I bet it felt amazing after. It does, like bro. I told them, you feel like a coldness go through you, but let's like, it's like a flush. Like, okay, we're here. It's open. We can go through. Okay, cool. You know, yeah. that's how it feels like. Yeah. When you get... I remember like having really good adjustments and feeling like kind of fluttered and then it just like kind of cools down. And like once it comes down and like your body is just able to relax like yeah. the way that it naturally should, yeah. you know, then you're just like, oh, it's that full body reset. right for there. Real. Yes. I'm That's telling that. you, these past few days, That's like you said it, <laughs> I've had delicious sleep. Mm. And it's rare for me to have that delicious sleep, but I knocked out. I woke up late to work today <laughs> <laughs> and I had to wash my hair. So I was rushing. <laughs> it was amazing so thank you thank you thank you yes so anything else that you want to tell us about yourself or your business where can we find you dr olivas olivas i have a my my i don't have a a website yet because i'm like just starting from the ground up but my instagram is dr dot anthony o and i have a booking link in there where you can find my booking link and everything like that. Nice. Where you can like schedule appointments. Yeah, you can schedule and, everything. Mm-hmm. It's like a whole, like they ask you the questions, yeah, right? Yeah, and you get the questionnaire and everything. Yep. Yeah, nice. So if anyone is looking to have a good back adjustment. Pop, crackle, sn- <laughs> and, you know, I'm sure people get their workout in, you know, for <laughs> Valentine's Day. I'm just saying, <laughs> babies were being made. Maybe you need a good little adjustment. Go ahead and see Dr. O. <laughs> There you go. (laughs) But um, one of the questions that we always ask all of our guests the first time they're on is about books that they've read that were important to them, have made a significant impact, or maybe just the last book that you've read. And so I'm really interested to hear about your book, Dr. O, because I mean, I love that like you come in and like you hit us with this, you know, right to our heartstrings about your dad and all this stuff. But, you know, you also tell us about blowing backs out and shit like that. So it's like, yeah. I go hard, but, you know, I also party, too. So <laughs> what kind of books uh, keep you entertained, Mr. Dr. O? Marty over I, here. The, the last book I read was called Tuesdays with Maury. So it's about an old guy who he had he was a mentor for somebody. Mm-hmm. And that mentor, after the guy graduated from college, he kind of lost touch with him. And then the mentor, um, Maury, he, um, he finds out he has terminal cancer and he's going to mm-hmm. die in 
the next three to five years and and they actually do a documentary on him and then that's how the mentee found him to reconnect with him oh. and and the mentee just he wants to put his life out the the mentor wants to put his life out there maury wants to put his life out there mm-hmm. and the guy he um he meets up with him every tuesday and gives him life lessons on relationships on life on finances on bad blood on karma on everything like that and wow. it's a pretty eye-opening book and like i read it right after high school and it's pr- and then i wanted to read it again i read it again recently like in november and i thought it was a good book i thought it's like a life like a, a good life lessons book and mm-hmm, nice. i actually bought like seven copies and i handed it to some of my cousins and they all read it and there are one of them my my youngest girl cousin she calls me crying why'd you let me read this book it's so good <laughs> she's all crying on, on facetime just telling me how, how, how like, much that's you like why. <laughs> yeah you're all duh <laughs> so it's called tuesdays with maury that's like one of my go-to books right there mm-hmm. that's nice cool. well, we so, have to put that on the bookshop right yeah bookshop.org reading list yeah tuesdays with maury awesome Type. that sounds dope We'll definitely have to add that. I also um, just got done reading a really amazing book by Prisca Mojica Rodriguez, and it's called For Brown Girls with Sharp Edges and Tender Hearts. So if anyone out there is looking for a good book to read, I highly recommend that memoir by the homegore Prisca Rodriguez. She's an amazing writer. What was her name? Prisca Mojica Rodriguez. That's a pretty name. Yes, it's a beautiful name. And she talks about her name in the book. And I won't give it up um, because it's a very significant part of it, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would love for y'all to read it in her own words. But she talks about her name. um, That's dope. And, you know, reclaiming it and things of that nature. Well, I got that book at home, so. Yes, I also (laughs) did the same thing. I loved that book. And so I gifted it to the homegirl, Frenchie. For Christmas, for her Merry Christmas, Happy Birthday, <laughs> <laughs> all together, <laughs> all together, because she's a December baby. But yeah, and in true A three one Comadres fashion, as always, we end all of our episodes with our regalos y cargas. So we will go around the table. Is it my turn to go it's, first? Yeah, I went first last time. <laughs> I'm all like, yeah, <laughs> pointing at me over here. Let's see, my carga. I'm, you know, I am blessed and highly favored, man. <laughs> um, what is my carga? I don't have too many cargas um, right now. I, I'm very, I'm, I'm learning to be very grateful for contrast. So I don't want anyone to think that there's nothing that is challenging happening in my life right now. But there is, you know, challenging things, challenging relationships with, you know, family members, siblings, you know, things of this nature. But yeah, I just I'm very grateful for everything in my life, like I said, and I'm grateful for contrast. And I love that I'm at a place in my life where I'm able to observe uh, situations and peoples. And if you observe for long enough, you know, people just will expose who they truly are. You know what I mean? And if you if you shut up for long enough, you know, people I'm you see noticing that people there's not a lot of people who are okay to be in silence. So they have to fill that silence with something and then it just comes all out. (laughs) So, yeah, but even in those moments, I know to show gratitude because, yeah, it is all part of life. But my regalos are many. Um, but one of them was being able to spend time with my mom this past weekend for the holiday. And yeah, it just really reminds me how much of a consorted effort she puts forward to really understand me and this new version of who I am, even though I'm not her little baby who she raised anymore. <laughs> mm. So yeah, my regalos y cargas. And you spent time with her this past week in Thumbian, huh? Yeah. That was cool. Yep. yep. Like busy weekend? Busy weekend. Yeah. Oh, I can't imagine. <laughs> and I love it too because it was me, my mom, and my daughter. So it's like the three oh, generations say that, three being generations, together. Yes. Yeah. I love that. And oh, you know what? I'll tell a quick little story. Something that I did want to talk about on the air is my, you know, I I co-parent with my soon-to-be ex-husband, but when I have my daughter, I have my daughter. I don't have, you know, babysitters or she doesn't go to Mm-mm. daycare or like anything like that. My That's mom lives you. almost two hours away. Mm-hmm. My dad lives in Southern California, even further away. And so, yeah, like when she's with me, she's with me. And so, you know, my mom kind of seeing the way that I parent my daughter for, you know, we we were with her for four days, right? With my mom for four days and just, you know, my daughter, she's, 
she's like a troublemaker in the best possible way. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know, she's just she she's very too. curious. Yeah. She's inquisitive. She asks questions. She gets into things. And yeah. I love this about her. And I don't want to curve it in her. I want her to continue to, you know, be curious about the world. But yeah, my mom was like, dude, she's like, have you ever seen the cartoon Misha and the bear? Mm-hmm. So my mom nicknamed Amy Misha and she says that I'm the bear because for those of you who don't know, I guess it's a little cartoon about this little girl and she's just very curious about the world. So the bear like takes care of her and like runs around all day and like making stops sure her. her yeah, stuff, right? exactly. Yeah, making sure it, she yeah. doesn't get hurt. Like, you know, like freaking stops her from like, you know, falling off a cliff or like playing with dangerous animals or like, you know what I mean? But it's a very cute life lessons. And, and obviously end, it's like a like, cartoon. Oof. Yeah. And at the end, the bear always is like super tired at the end of the day right so my mom was like Amy you're Misha (laughs) she was like and Amy's like no I'm not I'm not Misha like playing along with my mom or whatever right and so my mom showed us the video because I was like Misha who's this she's like you never seen Misha and the bear so my mom shows it to us right and then so you know, that night we, it was, you know, fun. And we were like, yeah, Misha, Amy's Misha. And, you know, she was laughing about it or whatever. Right. And so the next morning we woke up, you know, kind of being joking about her. The same thing. She goes, I'm not Misha, Mama Martha. And mom was like, well, who are you then? She's like, I'm the bear. And I was like, oh. what? <laughs> you think I'm Misha in this equation? <laughs> she's she's putting you on check. Like, hold on. <laughs> so I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's cute. But yeah, that was that's one of my biggest regalos of that whole weekend was that little interaction between the three of us but Emily the way she sees it in her little mind Mm -hmm. is like I'm the bear mom is Misha and I'm like dude I am the ringleader of the circus you are the monkey (laughs) like like, hold on child (laughs) hold on but anyhow (laughs) passing the mic (laughs) okay but me Carga I think it's the same thing it's just family right now and it really sucks when the child is involved. So and then I've just learned kind of just to stay in my own lane type of thing. Because if I say something, all hell will break loose and I'm not ready for that. Yep. So I'm going to just like you said, let it take its course. I'm going to just do my thing and then I'm just hoping for the best. That's it. My regalo. I'll be honest. My partner has been sober for Yay. almost a, a month, a month now. Yay. So that's. Sorry, I'm going to get emotional, but that's a really big deal. And I'm really happy. And he's doing amazing. He started his new job. And oof, it's just we've been through it all. And it's finally getting all together. And it's like finally like the universe is listening to my prayers. And I'm just very grateful and just taking it day by day. And I'm just really happy. And things are are going. Yes. Rooting for him. Thank you. And I know you know. So it's been a long process of being, you know, First week, of course, is not the easiest, but mm-hmm. after that, he's been doing amazing and he's having everyone's like so happy for him, especially his family. And, you know, he wants he wants to continue. And he's like, I feel better when I wake up. And when him saying that, it's like, oof, I love it. And it's just yeah. it's better communication. It's better everything. So I'm really happy that, you know, creator is finally hearing my prayers and poco poquito, little by little, we're. It's getting there. Yep. So that's why I even said to you, I think 2022, it's a whole new eye opener. I just feel like it's it's a good number, you know, yep. and it's a good time for everything to what you want to manifest and and think about like, yo, this isn't time to play no more. Like this is going to happen for you and it's meant to happen. So nice. That's my regalo. <laughs> this is like what you're grateful for and what you're working on, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Your turn. <laughs> I mean, I'm grateful that I get to do what I love and give back to the community that I was raised in. I mm-hmm. mean, I think that's like the most satisfying thing I'm I can do. Yeah. And what I'm working on right now is like imposter syndrome, like imposter syndrome. Like, mm-hmm. am I like, am I good enough to be here? Should I be here? Like me calling me a doctor and like, am I worthy to be called a doctor? And I like, I'm in getting over that hump and just like putting myself out there a little bit more because I know what I'm worth. I know all the schooling and all the ground I've, I've been through, but that's just something that I've been working on, that imposter syndrome and try to get rid of that those feelings of second-guessing myself. Mm-hmm. Dang, I'm glad that you were honest about that because, I mean, I feel like if someone didn't listen all the way through, they wouldn't necessarily get that from yeah. your personality, you know, related, like listening to you, 
you know, from the beginning of the episode or whatever, right? But it just goes to show that, like, all of us are out there, you know, battling something, yeah. right? And, like, even the most confident people in the mm-hmm. world still have their own, you know, personal struggles and things that they're trying and, like, to... And, like, each of that saying, like, we're our biggest critics, too. Yeah. yeah so that's sure. another thing. So we got to learn mm-hmm. to stop doing that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're doing the damn thing. So Dr. Olivas, thank, thank you so, proud so you. much for what you do for our community and, you know, providing that really good you know medical care right because it's so difficult to come by but you know I can just tell from meeting you this time that you know you really care about your patients and about the work that you're doing so we need more brown faces all Mm -hmm. up in this bitch (laughs) doing this work right because it's going to take all of our um for you know, to kind of break that stigma of going to doctors and stuff like that, I feel like it's going to take, you know, our our family members seeing, you know, men like you, right? Like working on them and being like, oh, yeah, like I'm sure they're going to flip it and be like, I was just waiting for him to graduate so I can come to a good doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> anyway, thank you so much to everyone listening out there in podcast land. Muchísimas gracias. We thank y'all so much for continuing to listen and also engage with us on our social media platforms most especially on instagram where you can find us um at a31 a31 underscore comadres and we will catch y'all next week adios ciao